right, we are back. And the male members and of the Vetinari family and Julia walk back downstairs. I'm assuming wings away. Nah. No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> gonna own this shit now. Oh, yep. gonna leave. Well, they only last a minute. Yeah, but it has not been a full minute. I mean, I like that was a fairly short conversation. That was a fairly short conversation. I feel like so, they're not much longer around, but they're around. Long enough I'm to more. surprise your mother with them. Mm -hmm. I'm in the kitchen with Javier. Someone's yeah, you in are. in the kitchen with Javi. Someone's <laughs> in the kitchen, I know. I know. We're making I'm tea cookies. Hopefully just oh. making tea cookies. Are we oh, fighting? Of course. Are we fighting I'm... over what color the icing needs to be? No. Of course. I would like it to be brass, but, you know, it could be any color. It doesn't matter. Any kind of As long color. as it goes well with tea. So you walk into the parlor, both you and your father, with your wings still out. Sorry, real quick. Uh, notably, Yarkris, we've also not made pie in a while. Ah, who's got pie. the pie box? Me! Ah. <laughs> By the way, I'm not in the room with you all. Nope. Good luck. We'll be fine. I mean, I wasn't in the room with them. There you are. But I... And when you came down here. just now, but I, I think also, that we definitely would have made pie. Also, sorry, Retcon, because I need to keep remembering this. I feel like Victor would have messaged Charlie, like, feel free to listen in. Oh, no. The other thing is I'm thinking of is he came out full-blown wings. Do any of you have resistance to fear? No, it's only when he pops them. Oh. I would never be afraid of Victor. Yeah, I feel like That's Charlie true. gets You literally honor. said, you literally said last two sessions ago. That he was scaring you. Uh, I said that the scene was scaring me. That what okay. was happening was scaring. The team okay. includes Victor. <laughs> I was trying to talk people down, thank you. Okay, so you walk into the foyer and everybody's eyes turn to you. Your teammates, that's they've seen your wigs. They're not, they're not surprised by them at all. But you do see Pythias with similar identical black wings. And you see Catherine, your mother just kind of stares and puts a hand to her mouth and in just shock and surprise obviously she didn't know either and your aunt and cousins are also equally surprised this is like the two asimars in the family are now fallen okay that's not good uh i would say probably shortly after you enter the parlor though they fade so and you, yeah your mother just stands up and slowly walks over to your father and takes his hand. So this is why you've been acting so strange. Assuming we have things to talk about? And Pythias nods his head. Yes, we do. And the parlor is very crowded. There's not really any more seats left. So your father just stands. Some of you guys have to like sit on the floor, which I'm sure Octa's like, I'll just chill on the floor. It's fine. I'm it's fine. But you're now all in this room. Uh message to Julia. Uh -huh. I hope that that helped take some of the heat metaphorically. You hear her respond in your head, I really don't know what's going on anymore. Good. Me either. And he just kind of looks and <laughs> smiles. I think, yeah, still messaging Julia, I think that while, you know, the adults are still feeling suitably chastised, this might be the time to bring it up if you are ready. You see her go a little pale and she glances over at Kalia and Kalia just like gives her a reaffirming look. Uh, and she's like, she was expecting like maybe mom and dad and you, and you know, not her cousins and her aunt or anything like that. But like, you almost never get to pick your audience. This is true. Beggars can't be choosers. Mm -hmm. So God, I'm having fucking flashbacks to my own. Like, Okay. Oh no! You oh, did this to yourself, woman. I did it to myself. Oh god! Just have okay. a PTSD to road <laughs> coming out party. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, except I got to do it through text message. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> no. hey. I mean, you could have Julia run away and do it through message. <laughs> Fuck the shit! We're eloping. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so Julia kind of like uh, clears her throat. Um. So why why we are um. You know, doing the whole clearing the air, telling the truth kind of things. Um, mom, dad, uh, <laughs> and she kind of like pauses. Soleil will actually walk next to her and put her hand on her shoulder. You got this, kid. I made a new recipe rainbow tea biscuits. I like to think that that's in character. 
like that actually happens. Like, we're having this <laughs> moment, <laughs> and Yarkris just bursts into the room with a tray of tea cookies. I've come up with a new recipe. <laughs> oh God. <sighs> Why? But yeah, no, seriously though, Solea will put her put her hand on Julia's shoulder, and it's like you got this kid. Uh, I don't want to really work in the family business. I I want to sing. I'd like to travel at some point, and I. <sighs> she like closes her eyes, reaches out, and takes Kalia's hand and squeezes. And I am in love with Kalia, and the room is quiet. And you see a slight taken aback look on your mother's face, a surprised look on your father's face, because he doesn't know who this young tiefling is that's sitting <laughs> in his parlor. And they are just kind of stunned into silence. And because, I think, yeah, I, I think Octa stands up for a second, but just like, and, and you know, it's fine, you know, that she's a tiefling, right? Shut up. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, I love daggers into Octa. Like, Why do I feel like Octa's intelligence scores and charisma scores should be switched? Maybe, but <laughs> at the very least, these, and, and she just looks around, hey, uh, and then just walks outside. Charlie will <laughs> no, actually, before I have to leave, she'll be like, yes, there isn't anything wrong with her being a tiefling. Honestly, so, all of us are different. Octa, don't leave. Trayvok feels that this would be a good time to to maybe calm some emotions if things get heated. So I'm I'm ready to light that candle. I'm just sitting again <laughs> in the background with my little tea. I was spray. looking for tea. <laughs> I like to th- I like to think that Trifok, as soon as Saul starts, he just like slowly reaches into his pack, <laughs> slowly pulls out the candle, pulls out like a lighter or something, no, 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 and no, just like no, 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 it's 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 not a lighter. It's like Flintstones, and yeah. and and just very deliberate and slow. You just hear like a scritch, like <laughs> like just just building up. Like like the second he thinks something's gonna happen. <laughs> I love Wait, it. No, I'm liking the idea of Trayvok being actually being a brilliant craftsman and he invented Vic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, like as Octa's getting up to leave, Victor's just like, don't go. That was honestly fine. I set the cookies down in front of the girls. And they are rainbow. Yes, I love it. Oh o- Octa very sheepishly sits down and grabs a cookie. Slaya <laughs> slams a cookie into her mouth. So your father speaks up, Pythia speaks up. I mean, this obviously changes the idea of what your mother and I had for your future, but and he glances over at Victor. Who, by the way, is kind of like standing but leaning with his arms crossed and kind of an eyebrow raised at the hesitation looking at his father. Not not like intimidating or anything like that, just like a go on. <laughs> <laughs> Be a supporting parent. But if there is one thing that I've learned in the past seven months it's that we've got to be honest and supportive family is everything we have and if this is what's going to make you happy then Kalia it's very nice to meet you smiles Mm. this will be some getting used to but and he looks at his daughter holding hands with this young girl and kind of sees Julia smiling and has now kind of relaxed and leans a little bit into Kalia the Veterinary family has worried about what the outside world has thought of them for far too long. Smiles good and choice. nods. <laughs> <laughs> Very good choice. And then Pythias reach out, reaches out, and he takes a cookie. <laughs> Extreme and better choice. <laughs> oh my god, Yarkus, these are so good. Javier helped. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> the man is actually smart in the kitchen. I, I, I take back what I said earlier. He's been with our family for like 15 years. 15, 20. Actually, actually no. He's been with the family probably like 35 years. So probably since before Victor was born. Yeah. By the way, that Victor kind of raises an eyebrow and looks at uh, Kalia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our family chef is uh, quite the wonder worker. I don't suppose you've met him. Uh, No, I haven't. Insight. Okay. Give me an insight check. Kalia has not met your family chef. Okay, no, I. This was not as off the wall as it might seem. They said they have people in the houses of the nobles. That's a good point. He said he had your sister. He in said your it. House. Here's a, he said that's how the note got there. 
but he also did true. say that he has people in the houses of the nobles. This is true. Right, no, she has clear. Okay. Yeah, no, the chef is clear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I feel like that went very well. Yeah, Chris just bounces and claps. You're cookie. an excitable fella. And he takes a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is probably early afternoon right now. We got the Vetinari family done. Is there anything else you guys want to do for the day that you are in in Waterdeep? I would like to know if we have any records about Mythcarver. Um, he said yeah. first session can find that out later. It is later. Yeah, <laughs> book or anything like that. Yeah, there is a there's a another Vetinari family history book because why the hell wouldn't there be more than one? <laughs> And obviously, yes, this talks about how the sword Mythcarver had been in the Vetsanari family for literally generations. And it was stolen in a coup about two or three generations back. And nobody has seen it since. I take the book and say, I'm going to go find this and then leave after saying goodbye. Okay. Later, we all going? Um, Bye, Javier! I like to think that now you guys are, like, friends. What? (laughs) Javier's gonna be his fucking mentor now. (laughs) DM, I would like to rip off this emotional band-aid of of trauma. While Victor is busy looking through the library and stuff, Charlie's going to go pack, quote, quote, for their departure, and she's gonna go open up her letter. You're gonna open the letter? Oh, okay. All right, hold on. I gotta, I gotta pull something. I gotta open just, something. Where? Just get all the emotions out all at once. Oh no! She just opened the letter. She just opened the letter. Oh, the now. F- what have you done? You only took. You took the first one that your mother wrote, right? I don't recall which one I took. I only took one, and it was either the very first one or the most recent one. I think. Which one did you want to take? I'll let you. It was a while ago. I don't. I. I don't remember either. Sure, first one. The first one. All right. And it is, it's old. It's very old because it looks like it was written probably like a couple of weeks after you left, honestly. And it says, Dear Charlotte, your father and I hope that your travels so far have been safe and that you are being careful. We understand your need for adventure and there is so much of the world for you to see. But do try to come home every now and again. Victor has gone absolutely stir crazy since you left. He and Ateus get into just as much trouble as the two of you used to. Your father and I will miss you very much, but we hope to hear from you soon. Your mother, Marquinez Chante Demir. P.S. An elven man came calling for you just today. I believe he said his name was Zenrian Idril. He seems quite well to do for himself. If Victor was not quite to your liking, perhaps this man will catch your eye. And that's the letter. DM, I don't recognize this elven name, do I? You do recognize that elven name. I'm not even going to make you roll for it. That is the male Eladrin from the Four Seasons. Oh, God, I thought it was. Dislike. Dislike. It's over. (laughs) Just like Victor in the back. Dislike, 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 dislike. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm not, like, brushing my hair or anything right now, but, you know, like, okay. Victor has more of a reason to kill him now. So 10 years ago, this guy apparently came looking for me. Interesting. Okay. Charlie will politely just tuck the letter away and be like, huh, that wasn't so bad. With a little bit of fangirling. Yeah, it's fine. Um, DM, can I do like um a history check with advantage to know if the Four Seasons are currently traveling? And if so, where they would be? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a history check. I'm going to cast Guidance. Give me a fangirl check. Yep. Wouldn't that be religion? Obviously, so that I can get my my, my wonderful fiancé his, his sword back. Totally. Oh, yeah. No other reason. No other reason. Okay. Well, I'm going to use luck. That's much better. So that would be a 25. A 25. Okay, so you know enough about the Four Seasons that they don't really necessarily do tours. They kind of do, like, pop-up gigs where, like, every once in a while, they'll be, you'll get, like, a week or three notice that, oh, yeah, they're going to come be playing in this town or even 
as less as like a few hours notice that they'll be playing in a certain town they get booked for they're very selective with like big gigs kind of like similar to the one that you saw them at with the feast of the moon festival they'll do big things like that every once in a while but they're not really picky about where it is that they perform but it is seldom mm. okay I need to pick up new series stones for them. That's the only reason why I'm looking for them, you know? And the yeah. yeah. And the uh, okay. Before we leave, tell Jules if she hears anything regarding the four seasons, because she knows, obviously, I'm a huge fangirl, that I have been looking for them because I need to pick up some more stuff from them and to let me know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. I, I would love to go see them again, too. Well, we'll for sure make sure you can come when we go sometime. Okay. Um, and before we like leave town, I feel like I should say goodbye to my my mother. So if it's in the middle of the day and we're not doing anything, I sh- I, I would like to stop by her clothing shop. Okay. Since I said goodbye to my father, does it, it seems rude to not also say goodbye to her? And then you also have to go to Sataria. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. You, you might want to. <laughs> quick quick spot. I don't need a long emotional thing with mom. Don't be like, tell dad. I told him I'd stop by sometime once we're traveling. I. Hope that you stay safe, darling. And thanks for the suit, crazy lady. I'm assuming, yeah, Victor would have followed. <laughs> if not everyone. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch me again. <laughs> I love you very much, dear. I love you too, mom. And she kind of like eventually. She looks like she wants to give you a hug. Charlie will hug her. She hugs you back, and when you pull back, she's or her eyes are a little glassy. All right, all of you, look after my baby. If she gets hurt, I'm blaming all of you. If she gets hurt, we're already dead. She, like, smooths your hair down and I love you, dear. I look at Trayvok. Unstoppable force, unbreakable wall. Good to know. All right. DM question. Yes. Do we get to keep the Glamour Weave outfits? Yes. Dope. (laughs) (laughs) I have a wedding outfit now. Yay! Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So I no longer get to, I, I no longer have to get married and in mother, my armor. I fully expect when I come back that I have a full wedding dress done. And she's just like extremely excited. Uh, <laughs> of course. I mean, what exactly are you looking for in a dress, darling? I'll send you a note. Fantastic. Should we get one for Eric too? A wedding dress? A suit. Or a wedding dress. I don't know what he likes to wear. <laughs> I usually we'll just see him naked. Well- We'll tell him when he's back in town to stop by, and I'm sure Mother would be more than happy to make him one. Look, I don't know how weddings work. This is true. Yarkris wouldn't know how weddings work. Victor is just looking befuddled at Yarkris right now, just like, where are you from? He doesn't say that, but like, just, I don't think Victor knows a whole hell of a lot about Yarkris. No, he does not. I mean, he he would know that he's from Calimport and that he was a prior slave, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if Victor's never been to Calimport. Yeah. Be rude to ask at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So, for sake of brevity, I'm assuming somebody sends a message or something to Soteria to figure out where she is. Sure. You meet up with her, and she gives you the alchemy jug. She gives you two vials of poison, obviously the bag of holding, which you already had, like Charlie already had. She gives you the dust of dryness, what is left of her uh, Nolzer's Marvelous Pigments, a potion of arcane recovery, her message ring, the portable house, and then last but not least, she asked Charlie to see the bag of holding. She goes, giving all these things out reminded me that not a lot of you know about this, but, and she pulls out this, it is like the size of like an oversized charger plate, almost the size of Yarkris's shield almost, except a little bit smaller. What is that? It is It's a dragon scale. Silver and you all she says this is a silver dragon scale. Yarkris immediately throws up. It's <laughs> Um Zarari gave this to us back at a white fair after we were we were leaving to head towards uh to Calimport. And she said that this would summon her if we ever needed help. So I was I was leaving. I'm leaving. I'm going home to, you know, help my mother and try and figure out some more stuff about what's going on. I just thought that, you know, Victor, you didn't know about this. Yarkris didn't throws up again. She gave it to us. We didn't take it from her. 
We've had the you know dragons shed scales, right? I know dragons shed, shed scales, but I'm still adverse to hold somebody holding a scale of a dragon. We've had the ability to call a dragon this whole time. You're a dragonborn. Why is this upsetting to you? He's weird. Ignore him. It'd be like you holding flesh of another person that's not there. Yeah, but flesh... More like oh. hair, isn't it? Or yeah. totally. Yeah, like you have hair. flesh under your scales, Yarkris. No, my skin has scale. And you have flesh underneath the scales. Do you not show? Anyway, Yarkris is being weird. But again, circling back, we've had this the whole time? Uh, yeah. We could summon a dragon. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Celia, you knew about this. You were there when we got it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I was going to say, I feel like there's a lot of things the party has had the whole time that we don't necessarily recall. Yeah, Celia knew about this, Trayvok knew about this, and Okta knew about this. Victor looks to be clear, Celia. Trayvok, the character, knew about this. Yep, Okta totally knew about this. (laughs) Victor looks at Celia. You forgot. You know my memory ain't the best there, bud. (laughs) Incredible. Yeah, I knew about this. Okay. Incredible. Victor's just like, we could have summoned a dragon this entire time. He's probably like, Victor's going through his head like, it would have would have been helpful there. That is exactly what he's doing, just remembering. Probably really could have been, probably really could have used it there. <laughs> While you're all just talking about dragons between all of you, I just summoned a blue dragon next to me. Oh, God. With what wings. Is, what the ever fuck? <laughs> No, that's the guy we're going to kill. Normally I'd be down for that joke, Saleya, but um what um I learned I could do this. Remember how I was summoning a smaller one? I can now summon bigger one. Good for you. This one flies. See the wings? Yeah, I, I see the wings, Yarkris. It's kind of hard to miss. I pet its head. I'm really happy above table. I'm really happy that this session doesn't have a sanity mechanic. <laughs> Hey, Victor, roll like five sanity rolls, please. Make a sanity sanity check. It is probably late afternoon at this point. Were you going to sleep in Waterdeep one more night and leave in the morning, or are you going to go straight for Boulder's Gate? Wait, does does Saleya know the Shenrons for? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I can I can dial up that Stargate. I feel like it makes sense to sleep first. Yeah, then, I feel like we're getting asked, like, do you want a long rest yeah, and have all your like, spells yeah, back? Yeah, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Besides, as long as we're showing off cool shit, so we've already kind of said our goodbyes. I don't know if anyone here is super peachy keen on the idea of staying at the Queen's Ransom again. Eh? As long eh? as I got the same room I was in earlier, I wouldn't mind it. No. Don't smell <laughs> it all night. <laughs> so are we wanting to rest here? Because I can make that very comfortable. Yep. Actually, we can go back there just briefly and prestidigitate that whole room for them. I feel like that would be kind of us. Princess, wouldn't you rather stay in a mansion? Yes. No, I'm just saying we could offer a cleaning service. I mean, God knows what he left behind. Oh, Victor just shrugs. (laughs) It's probably caked. Victor doesn't clean. He pays people to clean. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He goes, what is cleaning? I don't think Victor's ever touched a broom in his life. He has pressed oh the digitation. Why would he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <coughs> press the digitation. What, you think I'm going to get my hands dirty? Victor starts looking for an <sighs> inconspicuous alley. Okay. Uh, you find one. Why Why do you need one? So, party, are we resting here before we go? Is that what we landed on? I believe so. Sure, but yeah. why are we in this alley, Victor? Victor stares at the wall in the alley for about a minute, and... A doorway appears on the wall. Neat. Why? Secret doorway. Secret doorway. To the mansion. <laughs> I snap my fingers and, uh, and the dragon goes away. <laughs> uh, but before Victor says anything, Trayvok goes, now, Victor, you know this is the first place we looked, right? Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> we'll find something here, though. And the door, he opens the door because he has cast Mordekainen's magnificent mansion. Ooh. Fancy digs. And Joey, I've decided what the floor layout is. Oh, I'm so excited! We can't, identical I can't wait to, to the Huntsman's Lodge. <laughs> oh, we're doing a crossover. <laughs> Just a call out. <laughs> so books fucking everywhere. Yep. So like big main entrance way with a desk with an unseen servant standing behind it. So there are doors kind of along the way uh, for dining areas, a parlor relaxing room, 
It is a little bit different than the uh, lodge in that in the main foyer area, there's a staircase leading up to, it's kind of like a circular balcony over the top, and uh, that is where there are a multitude of sleeping areas. And uh, the whole thing is done up in dark wood, dark red brass, and like ivory-looking accents. Nice. Nice. Classy. So uh, I think that... I think that the main area has two fireplaces, one on either side. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's a little bit of an upgrade over the portable home. Yep. What do you guys think? Soleil is going to immediately grab like a blanket <laughs> and curl up next to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> this is how uh, Just magic. How? Magic. Now, did you design them each their own individual room? Yes, I did. Oh. And by that I mean y'all get to call out what your what you want your room to look like because oh. this is magic, bitches. I gotta think about that for a minute. Yeah, I, I, I did the math. It is a five thousand square foot house. Jesus, it that's huge. <laughs> I would say an armor stand. Okay. In the corner, a small desk with a little tea light and a bed. I'm just gonna have a, actually. I'm just gonna have a directory creation of my room back home. I can see that. You know, I'm gonna throw I, in a forge I'll... for Trayvok as well. I was just going to say, I'd like to think on it a bit, but b- by far the bare minimum is a forge so that I can actually use Smith's tools on the road. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming that... the forge is going to yeah. be a separate room. Yeah, it's a separate room. You don't have to sleep in the forge. <laughs> to, Although to a dwarf I, I would. totally would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just, just like a tiny little one for, I... for, for, for messing around with. And, Joey, I will say, you can see the staff. It says near transparent, so it's like yeah, ghost to goo outlines, yeah. I feel yeah. like, I feel like uh, you know, a couple of them come up and offer to take, like, cloaks and coats and whatnot. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> now, um, is, this, is this something that, like, you are designing because we told you to design, or is this something, like, we can help pick what it is and then you design it? No, this is something that he would have had designed, but he's going, story-wise... Right. Yeah, Story wise, design it. Okay, so this is yeah. this is essentially what Victor thought each of us would have would have mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Above gotcha. table, above table, he's letting you design your own room. No, in no, no. Game. I know. Yeah. If if it had been in game, Octa choosing, I don't know that Octa would know. Is what I was trying to get at. So, but if this is what Victor thinks that Octa would, yeah, probably fairly sparse with like like a hammock set up or something. <laughs> I imagine yeah, like yeah. maybe some. There's nice fucking plants. trees. There's fucking trees. Yeah, I was also I was also nice gonna plants. ask like yeah, <laughs> yeah, like how how magic like yeah, definitely it like straight some, up says some... the place is furnished and decorated as you choose. Gotcha. Yeah, it contains sufficient food to serve a nine course banquet for up to one hundred people. Oh my god! And those uh, servants, there are a hundred of them. Jesus. If Charlie has a room, her and Victor totally have a conjoining door. Yep. I like yeah, to think me. that Yarkris has a has a mirror on his ceiling. It has like a hundred percent like cardboard cutout of Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no an Eric sex. No, doll. it's a mural. <laughs> no, it has a mu- it has a mural. Oh my god! Oh, like of the two of them being all cute yeah, together, that'd yeah. be cute. That'd be that's cute. I like that. Oh, one other thing that Victor's gonna say, like he's gonna kind of turn to the group and who looks grody out of the group. All of I'm us. In, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm armor. I mean, Victor does, and he casts, again, he cleans himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just kind of looks, he goes, oh, well, the servants can clean your gear, and there's also a bathhouse in the back. What's a bath? You are you, you are need. fucking with me at this point, right? I was raised by retired clerics. My apologies, but... I was going to say, clerics would be clean, I feel. Yeah. They wouldn't have, like, a bathhouse. They would have, like, a tub to clean themselves with. And that might be, like, a... Be dirty. And that might be like a couple of times a year kind of thing. But no, go on. What is this bath thing you speak of? Um, it's like a large body of water that is warm and you go in it to clean yourself with soap. That sounds amazing. I want to do that now. Uh, Victor <laughs> nods towards the rear right door. <laughs> please, please do that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that actually does sound nice, though. Uh, I could kill me myself, but fuck it, that sounds nice. Do you just see Yarkra's <laughs> Bolt. <laughs> yeah, same. Good pass. I imagine Sounds like great. he's taking the armor off as he runs and the servants are just I, picking it up. I also like to imagine that this has the best kitchen oh, yes. possibly imaginable. Yeah. I got it I gotta take up five thousand square foot, so yeah, it's a huge galley kitchen style, like restaurant kitchen. That has everything that Yarkris could possibly imagine. 
Oh, don't make me fight the Unseen Servants for cooking rights. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, wait till he finds out that all the Unseen Servants do the cooking. Who 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 would win? One Yarkris or a hundred Unseen Servants? One Yarkris? <laughs> it, it depends. What's standing in the way? Him being able to use the kitchen? Yarkris? Yeah. Um, a, a functional question for the spell. If we leave the house, do we lose the ability to re re-enter or can we no. go freely? You can come and go. Okay. Okay. It lasts for 24 hours. And while closed, the portal is invisible, so there's not just a random door. And I believe only people can come in that you deem are yeah. allowed to come in? Yep. Yeah. All right, is there anything else that anybody else wants to do before you guys lay down for bed? Uh, Take a bath and go. How, how, what time, roughly, is it? I know you uh, said mid-afternoon, like, so like two-ish? Yeah, it's like, it's like late afternoon. You were looking at, like, three or four o'clock now, so okay. you're getting into the evening. I'm, I'm probably spending... 10 hours reading the book. Okay. Octa's going to read for 10 straight hours. I mean, <laughs> I gotta catch up. I only read two hours yesterday, so... <laughs> uh, and also, I, I, there's there's a non-zero amount that Octa does not love the idea of going to sleep, so she might even push it to... Let's see, so 10 would... She, she'd probably push it to, like, 12 hours. You most need to sleep? No, I need to sleep. She just... The last time she slept, it, she didn't like it. Uh, so I, I think she's <laughs> she's probably pushing it to like four or five in the morning, just like really, really trying to stay awake. Could yeah. that exhaustion point. Probably. Yeah, she's just gonna. She, she's literally gonna read until like the book falls on her face and she goes to sleep. Uh, Charlie's going to meditate. Okay. And uh, when she's meditating, she's going to try to reach out her mind to uh, the Fae, the goddess, the change bringer, I believe. Okay. I don't know if you can hear me. Twerked once. I don't know. I'm not really like a connected to the gods, but I'm trying to get home and I'm working on it. And I know that you said I wasn't ready yet, but I hope that I'm ready soon. I'm having flashbacks and memories that were lost to me once, and I don't know if you can help with that or what I'm supposed to do with that, but there it is. The information's out there. Um, and then she's just going to try to, like, focus on the memory that she had and see, like, what bits and pieces she can pick up from it. Give me a religion check. Okay, that's not terrible. Uh, 16. 16. You don't hear anything. You don't get a response. But you do feel, like, a sense of calmness flow over you and a sense of soon, but nothing any more concrete than that. Okay. It's Charlie in our room. I'm assuming. Yeah. So Victor would, around this time, knock on the adjoining door. Oh, so Charlie will get up uh, and open the door. Yes? Hey. Um, <clears throat> so how are you feeling? Okay. Yourself? Uh, good as I can be, I suppose. Getting ready to go back out on the road. Yeah. Uh, actually, point of point of question here, DM. Do I know what is explained on the uh, description of that pedal blade? Honestly, no. You would just think it's. It looks like adamantine. Does Victor know where adamantine can be found? Give me a uh just a intelligence check. Uh, I would say maybe history or. Yeah, history or arcana? Holy, yeah, you're going to roll history. That'll be a 22. A 22? Yep. I mean, that's a very good question because me, myself, I don't really know. I mean, the description says one place where it can be found. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're found in rare mineral veins in areas saturated with magic. I feel like that might be... Look, I'm not going to say that he knows for sure or anything, but that would be enough to get him thinking, you know? I would say with, what was it, a 22? Yeah. It's my world. I can. There is also it has been known that animantine can come from the Feywild since it is steeped so heavily in magic. Mm -hmm. But it's like a weird. It's not like the material plane kind of adamantine. It's slightly different. So would he like? He would know that. He would know that. Okay. So he kind of sighs and uh, grabs the hilt and kind of takes it off his belt. And uh, holds it up. He goes, I think this might be from where you're from. I I don't know. I know that you're better with, like, the magic stuff and whatnot. Just, I don't know. I know that you use an arcane, you know, you use, what is your, above table, what is your chameleon's name? That's a good question. Yep, that's a great question. Abby has not picked out her name for him yet. 
Charles. Charles. She named Charlie and Charles. Yep. She did get him when she was really little. Fair. <laughs> so. And, by the, and, and at that cute. time, she was going by Charlotte, but wanted to be called Charlie. I know. You know um, it, it tracks. It tracks. You know, when you communed with spirits, you used Charles. And I don't know, something in my head is saying maybe you commune using something from that place. It might help you reach out. I don't know. Maybe it's a dumb idea, but it was just a thought. I think it's a beautiful thought. It has merit. He just smiles. Well, and he holds out the sword. Just, I don't know if you want to try tonight or anything, but yeah. It, Charlie, uh, with her <laughs> negative two strength, will 100% try, or negative one strength, will try to pick it up. It's really heavy. Yeah. You don't use swords. That's heavy. It <laughs> sure is. Thank you. Victor, I never told you about what happened last night. Last night as we were going to bed, I um I had a dream, but I think it was a memory. I'm not sure. But it I felt like I was seeing myself back when Delia sold me, when she bought me for my family. And I had another person with me. I think it was a girl. She when she was separated from me, it felt like like I couldn't breathe. Like my entire being stopped existing. She called me Chris. I don't know what any of this means. I don't know if that means I have a sister. I don't, I don't know. At the name of Thalia, he tenses up, but continues listening and just looks. This is new information to him. I, um, could have been a dream, could have been a memory. Do you think seeing it again would reveal anything? And he kind of reaches into his pocket and holds out the stone that he was working on with, um, Zentarum dude. I don't, I don't know. I've been just trying to meditate to see if maybe something will come of it. See if maybe I can find something else or pull the vision. Mm. Well, it seems like we have, well, you have a few avenues to go about this. Never a bad thing. Victor just kind of looks honestly a bit guilt-ridden. And he has for actually a bit of the day. He's been trying not to show it. What's wrong? I put everyone in danger. What do you mean? Because of the actions of my family and me not knowing or appreciating the danger that Thalia presented, what happened at the castle last night, I feel, is my fault. Victor, it, it's not your fault. It, it may be Jacob's fault, which I know you feel is your responsibility, but everybody in this party is tied to her some way, shape, or form. It's not just you. I guess I understand that. I understand that in my head, but it's... When I saw what happened in the daylight and thinking about how much worse it could have been, I don't know. I, I just can't quite shake it. Well, the good news is, is nothing happened and there's nothing to be worried about. We'll get stronger and we'll take her on someday. But for now, we just got to take each day by day. You're right. You, you, you always are. <laughs> Maybe running away 10 years ago wasn't right. He kind of smirks. Charlie, who I am now doesn't really deserve you. The man I was back then certainly didn't. I'm just happy that I found you again. Me too. And she'll uh, lean in and give him a kiss on the cheek as she goes to wrap her arms around his neck and give him a hug. He returns the hug and just kind of does the berry face and shoulder. Well, she gets some rest for the road. I will. You too. And I'll be right next door if you need anything. Same. See you in the morning. And she'll back up and shut the door. You guessed it, announcement time. I'm going to go ahead and start right out with the status of our Fey Plague campaign that Havoc has been running. Havoc has been having a hard time finding inspiration for the Fey Plague campaign. So for right now, it's going to go back onto a back burner and we might come back to it at a later date further down the road. But don't worry, we are in the works of figuring out another campaign to play on the off weeks where we don't have all of the cast members for Return of the Red Wizards. That is still in the works, but you will know as soon as we've set it in stone. We're also talking through starting a third campaign with a smaller cast, but the ideas for the module that we're going to be playing, as well as the cast members that are going to be playing in that one, are still up in the air. 
but don't worry, content will keep on coming. And speaking of content, it is going to be a little bit slower next month during May because I recently got a promotion at my job, so I will be in training for the first two and a half weeks of May. Also, myself and a few of the other cast members will be going to Anime Central in Chicago, Illinois during the weekend of May 19th. Not giving any panels, but we will be loitering at the ConSwap area at the OhioCon and Teco tables. So if you're there, go ahead and come out and say hi. With that, I think that is all of the announcements that I have for you. I'll go ahead and let you get back to the episode. in a tub <laughs> i feel so, like the unseen servants are helping you wash why because you don't know what a bath do. is <laughs> i feel like your chris knows what a bath is no, so like sitting on the other side of like the giant hot tub bath and just laughing because yeah. he doesn't know how to clean himself <laughs> i imagine like Saleya has absolutely zero shame and just like goes right into the bathhouse like absolutely buck-ass naked oh, yeah Oh yeah, Yarkris has now seen a buck ass naked Saleya. And has have you not all seen that at some point? Because I'm really no. shocked that that hasn't come up before. I know Victor has not nope. for sure. Nope. Yarkris has not. Yeah, I guess that's just never happened somehow. Maybe like <laughs> um... maybe like maybe like Octa and Charlie because well, Octa has because gonna... we fucked. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Both didn't know that. That was, yeah, that was so bad. long ago. Yeah. Oh god. It did happen though, it's canon. Yeah, we were uh our characters was... were incredibly drunk and like full of self pity and it was a threesome with a dwarf, happened. wasn't it? No, 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 it was just the two of us. No, I definitely sure it was a threesome with a dwarf. Canon, canon, canon. I do canon. know that. Was there a dwarf? <laughs> yeah. It was the dwarf. Dwarf, is dwarf. Canon. dwarf canon. Dwarf canon. <laughs> <laughs> Fire the anyway. dwarf canon. Yarkus feels the back where his brand used to be completely healed scales skin whatever you take you take the soap you lather up the cloth with it and then you run it over your body and scrub yourself shut clean. up slayer he's got his he's literally got one hand on his back and covering his up uh, his face with the other hand <laughs> so he doesn't look have to look at the naked Saleya. <laughs> i'm like it's just like like only my head's out of the water dude I love oh i didn't know you got in yet yeah i'm like i'm on the other side I, i'm just I'm gonna say bathhouse i'm imagining like one of those big kind of like pseudo hot tubs you know yeah with the partition in the middle i guess i don't know however, however Victor i was just wants imagining like a, a big roman bath you know you know what no. all right no partition. No oh. partition. <laughs> We're all family here. Exactly. Yarkris, don't you fucking pee in the water. <laughs> Ew. All right. So as you all finish your baths, have your talks, settle in for a nice, relaxing night. Yarkris places stone before going to bed. Cool. <laughs> I have diabetes. <laughs> I, you didn't give me time to figure out what the fuck it says. Um, it's just it's eric and he says that he loves you and to be safe and he can't wait to see you again and it, yeah it's it's mushy gushy romantic stuff yeah and yorkers is gonna keep playing it till he falls asleep oh that's so cute hey victor yeah god damn it woman Thalia <laughs> <laughs> is visiting you in her dreams again as you drift off into sleep you are in a bright place. There's soft mist. You immediately get the feeling that this is a good place. You okay. Feel no, Victor, <laughs> like, even at that feeling, Victor is like, that doesn't happen to me. What's going on? You hear a voice from behind you. Hey, Vic. I turn around. You turn around and you see your brother standing there. He looks a bit off. There's something a little different about him, but you can't really place it. But he's smiling. A smile that you haven't seen in over six months. You look different. Yeah. Hey, um, I know that your heart is in the right place, Vic. I know that Charlie wants to fix everything. And I'm grateful for what the two of you want to do for me. I am. But I can't come back yet. I'm better off dead right now. 
Mm -hmm. I have a question for Victor. How does Victor feel about Ateas's death? Like, honestly, like even in his subconscious mind, what does he feel? Grief, indignant rage, just unfathomable loss. His brother was, they, they were close enough that it would be like losing part of yourself. But something new is there since the, um, since the gala and hearing him announced by a title. There is a jealousy that really wasn't there before. Not big, certainly pales in comparison to everything else, but it is there. So jealousy. I said a lot of other things there, Joey. <laughs> I remember when you brought this up to me, you told me that Victor also felt that he was somewhat responsible, that he yeah. and his family were That's somewhat the, responsible. The guilt, yeah. The guilt. Is that still there, knowing what you know now? Yeah. He steps forward, puts a very solid hand on your shoulder. You don't have to feel that way anymore, Victor. You're doing great. You got this, Phoenix. Victor sobs. It's not fair. It's not fair that you and me, it's not fair for you to suffer for what they did. Charlie and I weren't planning on bringing you back immediately, Ateus. We know there's other things that need to be done. And I love Charlie. I do. But that doesn't mean that I don't still feel like I'm living with half a heart right now. He puts his other hand on your other shoulder and leans in close. I'm still here with you, Vic. You did a good thing for Julia. You did a good thing for our family. You've changed a lot. And you're going to keep changing. And you're going to get better. And you're going to be amazing. You don't need me to do that. Thank you. I, I can't wait to see you again, even though I know I have to. You know what's not fair, also? I have a feeling mm. like I won't be able to tell you all the stories. I think you'll already know them. He kind of gives you this, like, half-knowing smile. Yeah, it'll still be good to reminisce. We're proud of you, Victor. You've come a long way. Question, who's we? He just gives you a smile. No, 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 no. You did that enough half when you were shoulder. around. Who's we? <laughs> you, you really haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Victor. And... There's a flash of bright light and you wake up and it's morning as you're laying in your bed. There is an uncomfortable, tight heat between your shoulder blades. Oh. <laughs> and slowly it is starting to fade. Not going to use it right now. <laughs> I want to check. You know what? Fine. Um, I pop my wings. Stand up out of bed. I'm assuming that there's a mirror somewhere in your room. It's Victor, of course. Oh, of course. It's also on the ceiling. That's your Chris's room. Not in Victor's <laughs> room. Victor, you stand in front of your mirror and you activate your wings that you've done hundreds of times before in your life. And for the first time in over six months, you don't see black skeletal wings burst forth on your back. You see bright golden and white feathered wings, the ones you had before Ateus died. I... And they seem to be shedding light in your room. So Victor is going to try and run to the um the adjoining door, but I feel like muscle memory almost takes over and he takes flight and runs into the door. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't open it. Just yeah. runs. No, Charlie, yeah, just a thud. <laughs> Charlie, with your passive perception, you wake up to a this really loud thud against your conjoined door. <laughs> Sounds like Roof Cat. Uh, Charlie will jump out of bed thinking something's wrong with Victor and she'll throw open the door, like, with her fist up, ready to cast a spell. And you see Victor hovering about, what, like two feet above the ground? No, I think he's on Wing. the ground at this point. He hit yeah. it pretty hard. <laughs> Did he fall on the ground? He's like prone. Yeah. yeah, he's prone. Yeah. You see Victor, like, on the ground, kind of, like, rubbing his face. But he has these angelic wings which you've seen before he used to take you for joy rides the one minute that he has with them he would when you were younger but you haven't seen him like until now charlie will her knees next to him and like gently touch one like um reach out to touch one of the feathers on one of his wings and her eyes will kind of start like tearing up i'm gonna have to get back to uh you know used to how to use these You'll do great, and it'll be just like riding the horse. You'll never forget how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that famous phrase. 
it's like riding a flying carpet. <laughs> he just oh, riding a dragon. The biggest grin and eyes welling up a bit. <laughs> Charlie will like openly be crying and hugging Victor because she's just so happy. <laughs> Victor hugs Charlie with the uh, with his arms and wings. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think this is a sign we're on the right path. It's an amazing sign. And with that, I think that that is a good place for us to stop for the night. Victor got his wings back, you guys! That's awesome. I'm just big grin in real life right now. Yeah. I thought that would require him to get Myth Carver, but okay. Gods are fickle. <laughs> Apparently so. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inspirational Crits. My name is Joey, and I'm the DM. Our players include Abby as Charlie, Aaron as Salea, Havoc as Yarkris, Alex as Trayvok, Geek as Victor, and Zach as Okta. We'll catch you in the next one. Remember, stay weird. I like, I like to think that Victor didn't know how like he just knew that he took clothes off for the day put them in a basket and then like the next day or two they were just back in his closet like he just like that's just how things work that's just how clothes clean themselves maybe maybe okay maybe longer than it should have been but not like into adulthood or anything no no no. he was like he was like a solid he was like a solid like 13 years old when he realized that oh, people come and clean things for me.